Because I think it's fair to say, you know, for his reputation, for Draymond's reputation, the Warriors got an advantage in terms of he, maybe he should have been disqualified, right? And oh. also, just other tic-tac calls that went the Warriors' way. He's just, he's just a clumsy bastard. He's always like... <laughs> <laughs> What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Triple Threat on the Hill. Everyone is here again. We got me, Daniel, Kelvin, Sean. Boys, how are we doing today? Okay. That's it? Just okay. Bro, I had a terrible night last night, bro. All right. Yeah. So, last night was my oldest sister's birthday, right? Great. 29. She's pregnant. That's awesome. I made a (laughs) boo-boo. Um, so we bought her a cake, right? I specifically asked my mom where to put the cake, right? Let's just say something happened with my mental processing, processing, and the cake ended up in the freezer. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! And, you know, let's just say we take it out a couple hours later. Everyone asks if it's ice cream. Oh. And then my sister snitch on me. Everyone finds out Kelvin did it. And I'm like, I didn't mean to, you know. That's why I'm okay. I'm still haunted by that. And that is a life-forming experience. I am never going to put cake in the freezer ever again. Oh man, get the cell alert! <laughs> 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 oh no! Oh, Rest in peace, this man's dreams. Yeah, I, I told you I had a story for you. <laughs> oh wow! I was gonna say I was doing excellent, but now I'm like I'm down to like only like a sixty-five percent in mood like could you not eat it like i mean we could eat it it just it was damn cold <laughs> I, did, I didn't mind everyone else oh, did though goodness. so that made me sad oh that's the worst when you're like it was an honest mistake but it's like you can't reverse that mistake it's like you have to just live with it you know oh we'll pick you up today we'll make sure that you Will not feel the um, embarrassment of that situation. <laughs> Say less. Next time uh, I see y'all, I'm gonna get us a little cake, and I'm gonna put it in the fridge, not the freezer. To celebrate. <laughs> to celebrate. That's so funny. <laughs> Sean, do you got any stories? Uh, any any equivalent stories? I mean, I have technical difficulties today because oh, I, yeah, I got I got I forgot. Well, I didn't forget my password on my Mac computer, but oh, yeah. it's it's as if I did because for whatever reason the password they gave me isn't working. Did you like? Did you like grow a beard, bro? Because you know, like computers can like the camera like looks at you. It's like, oh, oh no, this guy, he, he can't he can't log in. <laughs> he said this not showing. <laughs> I haven't shaved in a few days, but I don't think it was that bro. bad. Not, not built different. <laughs> I'm not, I don't got the Daniel over there. I mean. After one day, this guy's like me after three days. I know. Actually, it's been since Friday, I want to say. Because I had my brother's graduation on Saturday. So I shaved on Friday. But, yeah. I was I was back at Hamilton, actually. Saw some saw some professors. Oh, cool. Saw some students. It was, it was a lot of fun. It's really nice there over the summer. Like, if you guys get a chance to do research there, like, next summer, I would say take it. It's, it's, a, it's really cool down uh, up there. Yeah. yeah. Only Only negative I heard is that there's no food oh yeah you gotta cook your own food but if you like cooking then it's kind of chill and also i feel it could get a little boring you're kind of stuck there especially you don't have a car um but you can always find stuff to do drive a little bit but but yeah 
that uh, that happened. But uh, we got basketball, right? Basketball on the program today. NBA mm-hmm. Finals. Yes. 1-1. Celtics, for, historic fourth quarter performance, 40-16. to 16, Took game one. Crazy game. I was hyped. I was shocked, to be honest with you. And then game two, it was close. Warriors up two at half. Explosive third quarter. Jordan Poole decided to be good. Uh, Draymond Green decided <laughs> to be a bitch. Uh, we'll get to that. Oh, man. And, uh, so I, always, I mean, yeah, he decided to. No, yeah, it's just, uh, I mean, on game one, we'll get, we'll get to it. We'll get but to it. <laughs> basically, Warriors take game two, headed to Boston. By the time we publish this, it'll probably be game day um, for game three. So I guess the first question uh, will be, you know, what changed from game one to game two? What did the Warriors do? How did they adjust um, in game two? Well, Sean has a very in-depth list here on oh, our own. we could just go point by point i, I mean uh, first of all point. like i'll just start the first thing i noticed was i mean on defense jalen brown jalen brown was going off for the celtics in the first quarter he had right like off. what like nine points in like two minutes 11 points in like four minutes he, he was he was continuing where he left off in the fourth quarter of game one and then all of a sudden instead of being guarded by uh clay thompson he was guarded by draymond green who is going to become Daniel's least favorite player of all time, probably <laughs> after the series is done. But yeah, Draymond basically shut Jalen Brown down. He was four for 12 on him through two games, two turnovers, only one assist. Um, and he was driving a lot in game one. He was making plays for everyone else in the fourth quarter. He went from 18 drives in game one to only six in game two. So what that tells me is like, Draymond kind of did it. He kind of clamped him up. He kind of clamped him up. And Brown's kind of a streaky player in general. It's kind of weird. He's like, he has one good quarter. They have like two like mid ones. But no, Draymond just like took his food. My guy's got some of the worst handles, loosest handles <laughs> I've ever seen. I, I love Jalen Brown, but his handles, like when he gets in there and people are poking at the ball, it sometimes, I, I, you know, Whoever I'm watching, it's, it's a collective hold your breath moment. Like, is this going to get stolen? <laughs> is, it, <laughs> is the cookie, the absolute Victor Oladipo cookies? I, it could oh happen. But that happened a lot in game three of the conference finals. But I, I want to hear, Kevin, what you have to say um, about yeah. game two. Yeah, just to add we'll to that to point. Mm-hmm. Just to add to that point, um, Draymond talked about on his podcast after game one. Um, when it came to Jalen Brown, in terms of he, he was putting so much pressure on the rim forcing help and then the Warriors were at a disadvantage and they didn't have the energy to kind of help out and do what they needed to do as a team so like Sean said he was able to nip it in the bud and not even allow that rim pressure so that's a very good chess chess move there from Steve Kerr we're gonna have to see how that evolves if you know Green can still contain him uh you know we'll have to see from there but personally uh something I really noted from watching the game was the aggression from the Warriors on defense and also just, in a way, kind of their heart. Because, of course, you have Draymond Green, who's annoying. Um, sometimes, for me, very lovably annoying. Other times, just annoying. <laughs> like, the, uh, the, I'm sure we're going to talk about the technical foul opportunity yeah. later. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, for me to bring that up, you know he did something right, guys. So, uh, but I think the aggression came, comes from more turnovers for Boston, right? It comes from better closeouts so that, you know, Horford or Smart or, you know, a Derek White don't start feeling it and just start launching 
and then from then it's avalanche and it's, it's, it's bad for you. Like, I've seen games where Mo Bamba just left the three-point line, gets in the rhythm, and hits seven of them in a half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that can happen, okay? Right? And that's what Draymond was saying happened in a sense from game one where the Celtics core guys hit almost 23s on the Warriors. Like, not non-core guys, if you rounded it up or got to around it. It was almost 20. I think it was 17 uh, from, like, a Horford, Smart, Pritchard, and White. Uh, so for me, it was just great, a good aggression and defensively and strong closeouts, which deterred Warriors, uh, which deterred the Celtics, I mean, and kind of had them playing a little more scared, a little more erratic with the ball. Mm. Yeah, well, okay. One, I'll, I'll, I was going to talk about the, the turnovers because that was definitely a big key. But firstly, why, I, I don't understand. What, why is Draymond Green making podcast episodes during the NBA finals? <laughs> that makes no sense to me. He's the bad coach. <laughs> what, is, what? That's like that's – like, opposite of lebron that's like the anti-lebron zero dark 30 like, he, exactly. he already likes to talk so why not make Very money true. and talk i'm not giving away press conferences oh. for free i'm just giving my own on my own platform <laughs> yeah, okay bro, that's he, fair he's working two that's jobs fair. right now bro <laughs> <laughs> dude he, he, he needs it he fucking sucks all right we'll, we'll get, we'll get that. i want to actually i want to get to like kelvin said I, you know i don't I think the Warriors. I think the. I think we gifted the Warriors that win. Personally, mm. I. They played pretty well. One guy who I um am kind of nervous for in the future who didn't play in game one is Gary Payton. I thought he was a. He was a net positive out there. He had seven points. He had a three. Um, he just had like a good presence on there on the floor. Um, that that that's gonna be important. Also, like the the amount of live ball turnovers. The story throughout these playoffs with the Celtics has been if they turn it over, they lose. If they don't, they win. It's like almost – it seems almost as simple as that. And uh, the other night, the Celtics had 19 – I think it was 19 turnovers, and the Warriors had 15 steals. So basically, anytime the Celtics turned it over, it was a live ball turnover, and the Warriors, who are awesome in transition, one of the best transition teams in, in, in basketball, are able to run, get on a run out and, and score baskets pretty easily. And they scored 33 points off of Celtics turnovers, which that's just not going to cut it. You're not going to be able to win any games when the other, you know, when all your guys are clumped in the paint and then the other team steals it and goes goes down and gets an easy layup or three in the Warriors case. So for me, I didn't really think the Warriors played particularly amazing. I think we outplayed them the first half, to be honest. But it just all fell apart in that second half. And that's what the Warriors are so good at, is they expose your weaknesses and they, they step on your throat and – they make you. They make sure that you don't get back in the game. And that's exactly what happened. And by the, you know, end of the third quarter, I left my friend's house, went home, had some ice cream, and went to bed. You know, like it was just like <laughs> we weren't gonna win that game. We just weren't gonna win. It's just, it's just like, all right, on to game three. We won one on the road. I'm not too upset about that. Um, stole game one. We could get to that if if, uh, if no one has anything else to say about game two. Well, we'll probably talk about Draymond Green. Well, Does anyone wanna? I kind of want to ask you this about game two. You make a couple of good yeah. points there, um, especially about the turnovers Gary Payton, who will get to later. But how much of the first half – do you, you feel like the Celtics kind of had the Warriors in the first half? You said they outplayed them. How much impact do you yeah. think the refs had? Oh, um, so, I mean, the Celtics were one in three coming into the game with Zach Sarbo as the officiating. Like, they had officiator. I, I, I don't know if this is so much ref ball, like – there, you know, the few Draymond Green plays were, like, crazy. But 
if you look at the fouls, 18 to 17, pretty even. Can't complain about that. Um, that's usually what you look at with the refs. I don't think the refs decided the game whatsoever. The Celtics were, were terrible. But I, I thought the Celtics were a little too much uh, complaining at, at the refs. And, okay, I'm not, I'm, I'll, I'll save the Draymond stuff for a second, but he, he definitely got in the Celtics' head. First possession, he tied up Al Horford, and that just kind of set the tone for the night for the Warriors. It's like, okay, we're desperate. We can't go down 2-0 going on the road, and he was just a little pest. And, uh, and so I don't – as much as I – we'll get to should he have been ejected or not, I actually think no, um, and we can talk about that later. But I don't think the refs actually, like, decided this game. It was just almost like coming into the game, I was like, oh, yeah, the Warriors are going to win. It's going to be 1-1. And it wasn't so much that the refs determined it as, as, like, as, like, as much as I thought. And they kind of just, they just turned the ball over a million times. What does Kelvin think? I think that. No, I'm sorry. So I think that I agree with Daniel that eventually the Warriors were going to pull away, like, the third way they did. I think that – I think the refs had a little bit more weight. I think they – um. Personally, I know you said about he shouldn't be ejected. I think he should have. <laughs> because okay. the Grant Williams first technical oh, man, was the just stupidest him. thing. Yeah, he trucked <laughs> him before too. Stupidest thing ever. I know he's setting a tone, but he's literally pushing this man. Grant Williams is not too much of an instigator, but I don't see him backing down from no one. You know? So I think, you know, one way, Draymond Green's a very important person. Like we just said, uh, uh, a tactic that, you know, was employed was very important this game with him, you know, switching onto a Brown. So I think, um, I think the Celtics would have lost this game, but I feel like they would have been in it longer if, there, if it wasn't leaning more towards Golden State. Also, there was a putrid, like, Jalen Brown call oh, yeah. with the Gary Payton um, second. He did not touch him no, at didn't. all. Yeah, that was a bad call. There were, there were a couple Warriors calls where – you know, the refs do this. They missed the layup. The Warriors were missing so many layups, too. Oh, yes. That is a very good point. They missed a ton of layups in the first half. Yeah. Missed a ton of layups, right? And they miss it. Miss. Okay. Foul. Call the foul after they miss it. I know it happens. We know it happens. But still, it's annoying. And I think Boston would have been in it a little longer if the refs were a little bit more even. Because I think it's fair to say, you know, for his reputation, for Draymond's reputation, the Warriors got an advantage in terms of he, maybe he should have been disqualified. Right. And well, also, just other tic-tac calls that went the Warriors' way. He's just, he's just a clumsy bastard. He's always like – I'm not kidding. His, his like, feet are always in someone's face. His body is always, yeah. always teabagging someone. Like, you know what he is? He's the, he's, he might be the most sus NBA player. <laughs> Dude, he was trying to pull Jalen Brown's pants down, and Jalen Brown doesn't get mad. He doesn't get mad during yeah. games, but he was so mad during the game and after the game, too. He's like, he was trying to muck me. Like, he's like pulling his pants down. Oh man, that that was that was intense. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, just think about it. Draymond Green is the greatest fullback in NBA history. <laughs> the guy that one play that I think has gone viral. I was, I, was, I remember I was watching with my friend and. He was like, you know, Draymond Green, of course, he bulldozes Horford and White into the paint so Curry gets a wide open three. Yeah. yeah. And, and my friend was like, Jesus, like, why can't the Celtics cover Curry? Like, like you just, just, get, just get someone on him. And, I, and then I, 
I rewatched it and I was like, well, this is why, because you have a fullback <laughs> bulldozing him into the paint. <laughs> but you, you see here, Mr. D- uh, my, in my picture, you guys can see it, Mr. Donkey from Shrek. That's Draymond Green. Whoa, Guy's out of control. Yeah. Out of control. Uh, and yeah, like, like you guys said with the, with the Grant Williams foul, like Jeff Van Gundy was on it right away. He was like, that, that, that's an offensive foul. But Draymond Green gets away with so much. Yeah. And he, he basically, you could blame him, but he put it on the refs as to say, like, I'm going to do, I'm going to push it the line so far that you're going to have to eject me. And the refs weren't willing to do that. And so at that point, you kind of have to blame the rest is to like kind of draw a line. I'm sure they would have received a lot of criticism because, it, it, you know, that ejection he, in suspension he got when uh, – it wasn't an ejection, just a suspension. In 2016, not really warranted. It was more just because of his reputation. But people were so mad about that, and it changed that series. So I'm sure the NBA was – you know, Adam Silver's probably – of course, Draymond Green said on Twitter the other day, Adam Silver's the best, sucking his – you know what – and it's, it's just, it, it, you can't, you can't eject them because people are just going to get outraged and be like, oh no, like he's good for the game. He sets a tone. The guy didn't set any tones. He let the ref, he played the refs the whole game and, and he did it successfully. So you have to give him credit for that and you have to blame the refs for not calling it. But I don't think that it changes the outcome of the game. Yeah. Agreed. Are we going to talk about what he said to Grant Williams though? He said, you wish you were oh. me. He called him a bum. It was, I mean, he, Grant was getting, can, he was Grant getting Grant Williams' face. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. got they were heated, but Grant was not backing down, which I loved. He was like right on top of him the whole game. Like you saw at the end in the fourth, like the fourth quarter when all the scrubs were in, but both of them two were in. They were barking at each other the whole time. Like well, that's just what Draymond does. He barks. He, he donkeys. He, he he does all that stuff. He. Yeah. He's the kind of player that you love to have on your team, but you hate to play. Or as a fan, you hate to watch if your your favorite Absolutely. team is playing him. That's just who he is. That's, that's yeah. You know, as simple as that. You know, he's like a he's like a slight slightly taller, more pest more pestering. How's it? Pest. pest. I don't know. More of a pest. Slightly taller, worse shooter. PJ Tucker. Oh, I thought you were going to go oh, man. Uh, Patrick Beverly. Yeah, I thought he was going to. He, he did the yeah. stuff. He, he, but that, that's a good one. Our neck. P, well, P, yeah, PJ got that dog in him. And PJ was going to bark yeah. and PJ going to annoy the heck out of people. Dude, but, against, the, yeah. against the Celtics when we were there, I thought he was going to get like five technical fouls. Go ahead, though. It was crazy. <laughs> no, yeah. No, I hear you. But yeah, I just think at this point, you know, he, he, like you said, he, he goes so close to the line. It's a skill now that he knows when to play, when to back off. And let's just say, like you said earlier, you know, he knew how important this game was. It was so urgent. Set the tone early. And he was going – he was basically like, look, either I'm going to set this tone and keep it and maintain it, or they are going to eject me. And he betted on them not ejecting him, which was, he was right about. Yeah. Good, good point. Yeah. But – Can't believe that's <clears throat> a skill nowadays. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Is. It is. Well, so still, the but it, I Celtics, think it always has been to some extent, though. We've always had this type of oh, player. Yeah. has been like an instigator. Oh, help the their 80s, team win. The bad boy Pistons. They won two championships off that. Yeah. Obviously, had talented players too. But yeah, I guess you could say like Rodman for the Bulls, or like Oakley yeah. for the Knicks. Like, yeah, yeah. There, there's some people who just 
I remember this one basketball clip high schooler where this guy just comes in the game to push people. To set hard screens. <laughs> oh, yeah. Super, super, like, tub of milk of a guy. Nah. Just in there to, to maul. He's the instigator. Yeah, so I hear you. Yeah, no, but the Celtics radio announcer said, like, if Draymond pulls that shit in the 80s, he'd get, quote, knocked the fuck out. Um, and <laughs> so just to kind of show how the, how the game has changed. I think he was talking to Gary Payton about that, which is interesting because his son's on the, on the Warriors. Uh, but they got a video of it, which is kind of funny. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not, not so worried. But there's definitely some adjustments that the Celtics need for game three. So what do we think the Celtics need to do to stop the Warriors on offense? All right, I, have, I have an analogy. All right, let's hear it. And then I'll get into some analysis. But first, I'm going to go with the analogy. So you know how uh, one time Kelvin, or actually multiple times, two times, in our dorm room, um, you know how like Draymond tried to pants Jalen Green. You know I pants Daniel by accident, but <laughs> actually pulled down his pants two times. Wow! Like 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 full underwear, everything, but totally oh, wow. by accident. Totally by accident. I didn't see anything. I looked away. But like quickly, Daniel kind of made two elite recoveries. Like he quickly just pulled up before anyone could see. So I feel like. The Celtics, that's what they got to do. They just kind of got to pull their pants up. You know what I mean? <laughs> what the fuck? Wow. What? Were you sitting on that? Were you sitting on that? Yeah, I forgot or to do that earlier. So I, I, uh, I want to do it now. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. So how, how they can do that. Um, <laughs> all right. Back, back to analysis. So um, one thing the Warriors did on offense was they finally – um, they finally ran high pick and rolls for Steph Curry, which is what everyone on the internet's been telling them to do for like three years. Um, and with Curry, they have a 120 offensive rating right now through two games. So when Curry's in, the, everything is in. Everything is in for that team. But when, when he's out, it's, it's bad. But what the Celtics need to do is they need to figure that out, how to guard the pick and roll. Because like... Curry's just he, – he's walking into threes from 30 feet, cashing them from, like, half court. Yep. He's making – he's inspiring Poole so much. When they're up 20, Poole wants to do it himself too, like, and do a little impersonation. Um, so I'd be curious to see what you guys think of, like, what they should do. But I feel like it's not so bad if they try to switch on the pick and roll, even when, like – like, even if, if Horford or Rob Williams is out there – I'd be curious to see like Curry try to take them one on one a couple of possessions, see if they get cooked. Like, because honestly, like them dropping in the pick and roll or just like it's either they drop or they trap them, and neither is good because either you give up a four on three or you give up a wide open walk in three for Steph, who's just cashing them this series. Or even if it seemed like Horford, I don't know if it was because he's old or if they just played hard defense on him, but he had a terrible game too compared to game one. And, yeah. And I feel like. If that's the performance he's giving, maybe put Grant Williams at the five so you could switch everything, potentially. I'm not sure. Ooh. Yeah, I was pretty soft in game two, if you ask me. I thought the whole team let the refs, like, in the physicality get to their, you know, get into their heads, um, personally. But I'll, I'll, I'll let you go, Kelvin. Yeah, first thing I want to say is I'm wearing a belt every time now from there, Sean. Um, <laughs> so, because I'm not just gonna let you get away with that. <laughs> like, 
What, we talked you about can it. Pull the I sus cursed. alert on me. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about it. I cursed my fault, but like, what, bro? <laughs> did this not once? You did it twice. Yeah, and then you also broke Alan's button. Oh my gosh, Sean, you are a menace. That was his fault. Unhinged. You should just let it happen. What? <laughs> You also, my button, like, this is completely unrelated, but, uh, uh, like, my nicest pants, my button broke a, f- a few weeks later. I feel like that was karma. So, karma I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm good. I'm even. I, I think you are. I think you are. And to be honest, to make an analogy, too, like, this is what the series is right now. It's even. The Warriors got their <laughs> button back. Ooh, great. But, yeah. Um, in terms of adjustments for Curry, was that where we were going? I just think the Celtics yeah, in general, anyway, yeah. but yeah, I was talking about yeah, Celtics in general, Curry. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think in general, just just to piggyback off of it, I know you said like maybe it's better to just switch and play at least play up, right? But like we we've seen we saw it a little bit last game. I, I noticed there was one time where Horford just got snatched, and then Steph shot a three over like Horford and Derek White because Derek White was like, oh man, I have to close out too. They both closed out. And he crashed it. So I think. I think they're just going to keep throwing things at him. Like, I know they don't want to do four on three, but at some point you're going to have to do something. You're going to have to just keep trying. It might it might even be like you do something for one quarter or you do something for one possession, then you do it and something else. It. You know what yeah. I mean? You can start off the game ex- ex- extremely physical on him. Yeah. And then just try yeah. to pick and choose from there on. I don't know. I think you just have to throw him off the rhythm, right? Right. Um, don't let him just dribble into things, which is a good like a good idea. Is like, at least like play up on him then, or switch if you have to. Don't let him dribble into things. But when you see him about to make a move, run right at him. You know what I mean? Like delay double something. Get him off the rhythm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think also just speaking broadly for the Celtics, another thing they can do is I talked about like, the aggressiveness from the the closeouts and like the they're very strong closeouts. They're very good. Uh, I'd say. Try your best to attack them with patience. Uh, we've seen, like, when the others can put rim pressure on the Warriors and keep them in, in, in scramble mode and not be afraid to put it on the floor instead of, like, throwing it away in, into the Warriors' hands, right? Uh, that's when you can hopefully get the, their defense out of mix. And also, I, I just say, it, it's tried and true. Try to get out and run more. Um, try, like, you, there's a, a lot of athletic players on the Celtics team. Uh, Try to get out and run, push the pace a bit. Uh, you always know, like, playing against a set defense is a lot harder than playing in transition. And that's what the Warriors were able to do when they had, you know, Gary, Gary Payton the second come in. They started pushing the ball so much. Their half-court offense was terrible, but they were pushing the ball a lot. And that's what kept them in the first half and allowed them to be buoyed and c- compete, in the, compete and excel in the second half. Yeah, you, there, you made a few very good points. And for me, two adjustments um, – well, first one isn't really an adjustment. It's just like just 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 trust your shot. I mean, like exactly. Yeah. Dray- Draymond Green had the audacity to say on the podium that his team dominated Game One except for the last couple of minutes. They were down two at half, and then they were also down starting at about six minutes in the fourth quarter in Game One. They were like, "Oh, I understand. Like Al Horford's not going to go six for eight, and Derek White's not going to hit those threes, and." Uh, but then all three of them had historically well. Oh, Dark White was okay, but the other two had really, really bad games. But it's just you still didn't shoot that poorly from three. In fact, you both shot the same. Uh, may, I think it was the same exact percentage in makes, fifteen of thirty-seven, which is forty-one percent. 
which is not bad. Just trust your shot, drive and kick. And, and also the fact that, you know, that everyone's like, oh, my God, like something for hot from three. A lot of those are wide open threes, with the exception of the Derek White three that put us ahead. No, that tied the game. And it was like the little pump fake. And then he, other than that one, most of the threes were wide open. You had Horford in the corner, Smart in the corner. Like, these are all really good shots. And, and some people say, oh, like, you know, Celtics too reliant on the threes. No, like, if you get a wide open three, like, we're very good at three-pointers. Like, I will gladly take a wide open three over a contested layup any day of the week exactly. in today's NBA. So I'm not so much worried because you didn't even shoot that poorly. It was more the turnovers that were a problem. Um, and then so secondly is the opposite of um, three-pointers is the Warriors dominated the paint. Uh, 40 to 24 last game. And I, you, don't even, you didn't even have to see that to know that we were just kind of soft in the paint. The physicality, like, like we were saying earlier, because of what happened with Draymond and the technical foul, and we kind of just were soft and didn't have a lot of energy, um, especially in the second half. And so just being strong in the paint, get Robert Williams more active on, on, you know, on the offensive glass and, and throwing. If you could get Rob Williams a lob, it's like an automatic two points. Draw up some place for that. Get an easy bucket. Get your mojo going. So those are two things I I thought of um, personally. But you guys' uh, takes as well were, were really good. So hopefully those things do happen. In I think game three. what I'm getting from what a lot of what you guys are saying is that the Celtics need to get their role players going. Mm. Like game one, role players dominated. Basically won them the game. Game two, role players nowhere to be found. With I think like what Smart, Horford, White, they scored like 10 points all together. Some, some, something crazy like that. Um, yeah, I think bad. like you guys have to get Marcus Smart going, and I feel yeah. like he is probably a little hobbled, even if he doesn't say anything. Like his ankle definitely doesn't look True. great. But when you guys win the postseason, he's dropping near twenty and ten, and yeah. when you guys are losing, he's dropping like <laughs> seventeen and five. Like just nowhere near as productive. So maybe getting him on the home court in front of the fans will give you guys some energy. And yeah, just get this man playing well. Like he, he was getting clowned a little bit, you know, for winning yeah. defensive player of the year. Everyone's on Twitter is like, ah, oh, he, he didn't even have near as near the impact on defense as people thought. It's like oh, he had a couple bad he, games. He's sick on defense. <laughs> it is he's sick. But yeah, he had two points. Horford two. Rob Williams two. Yeah, just 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 bad overall. Stavis gets hit a three though. Big Michigan. Uh, garbage time three. <laughs> it was a bad performance overall. But uh, mm, um, yeah. So we've kind of re- recapped the first two games. Some, you know, the narrative seems to be some people say, "Oh, Warriors, they they found their spark. They're ready to go." Warriors in five. Some people are saying, you know, the so many people are putting Vegas is just it's all Warriors. Um, it, it's actually insane how much money is going on the Warriors right now. Um, all the finals MVP bets are all on Steph, and it, it, like I, I'm shocked to, to see how lopsided it's been. Other people are saying, "Nope, like this is exactly where I, I saw the series going one-one." Um, what do you where, where do you guys lean? I mean, I'm I'm just chilling. You know, I think uh, we know that Boston plays well in Golden State, and to see them take the first game wasn't surprising, and. Maybe, like, me and Daniel were talking about at the beginning of the podcast, you know, maybe Boston's been more 
has had the highest potential out of the teams, but Golden State's been the one like con- who's been consistent with it. Uh, and but that's also been Boston's like story throughout the the postseason. It's like when they're when they're on, they're crazy. They're the best team in the league. When they're off, you know, it's gonna be turnover. So I think that it's about where I expected it. I just uh, I'll only be surprised if uh, if both games in Boston go to one team. That's when I'll be surprised. Um, because of my prediction, I wouldn't be surprised if Jason Tatum goes crazy and Boston wins both games. But, of course, it's not just as Jason Tatum. And he can score all the points you want. He can go on crazy runs like in game two. If the others around him aren't going to help him, then there's not much you can really do. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too surprised. I think we're getting quality basketball. Um, I'm a little selfish. I want to see, see one person from each team go crazy. Uh, personally, I want to see Clay Thompson drop 50. That'd be fun. Because Clay Thompson needs redemption. People are talking about him crazy, deservedly so, sadly. <laughs> but I, I, I do want a Grant Will, another Grant Williams masterpiece or Peyton Pritchard masterpiece or oh, Aaron Neesmith masterpiece. Oh, no. oh. Let me see something, <laughs> man. I'm not getting any important minutes. <laughs> but Pritchard, I'll give you that. Yeah, I agree, with, I agree with Kelvin. I mean, like, 1-1. One, one. I kind of, like, yeah, and the Celtics win. You, they played... I mean, maybe a little more steroided version, hitting like eight threes in a row. But they played how they look like in a win. And they also played how they look like in a loss. And I think the same was true in Golden State in the sense that Boston's a big step up from what they're facing in you know, oh, the Western yeah. Conference. And I think in game one, it kind of shook them a little bit that um, they weren't playing hard enough. And I think they weren't playing hard enough because they didn't think Boston was that good. Or mm. they weren't used to that level of competition, you know? It's yeah. been a little bit. Um, and in their win, they looked how they win. <laughs> Did they blow teams out? Pool goes crazy in the third quarter. The crowd, like, explodes after a big three. It's been a fun series. I think it's going to be, you know, six or seven games, like we predicted. Mm. Also, one, 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 quickly, one more thing on the rest. So, remember the Jordan Poole technical foul that he got and then they reversed it? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, which one are you talking about? So there's a playing game too where Jordan Poole, like it looked like he did some something shady and he got a technical foul for it. And the Celtics were on the break and were probably gonna score an easy basket and the refs blew the whistle and then they they took away the technical foul. And I just thought it was very unfair to take away the fast break advantage, but then overturn the technical foul. Like it just didn't make any sense to me. But oh, yeah, that's just, that, yeah, that play was garbage. <laughs> that, I don't get that at all. I, I didn't even I didn't even know that you shady. could rescind a technical foul via review like i I've, ne- I've never heard of that yeah yeah i don't how do you rescind a technical foul when he <laughs> literally did the thing you caught a, f- a technical yeah foul. i think it was because they said he like he was on the ground and i think it was like Jalen brown's trying to get up or something he was so they said he pulled him down when you looked at the review it was more he was trying to like help himself get out. It didn't seem like any malice, but it just seemed weird to me that they overturned it. But for me, well, I won't be going to game three or four because it costs a ton of money to go. Um, those, those are for, get, save those for the, like the rich Saudi prince people. Like the, 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 I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to the, but I will be watching on my couch. I will be excited looking for some of those uh, key uh, takeaways and uh, matchups that we've been talking about. I agree. Get Tatum, get Curry on Tatum, go to work, make your plays, 
a little nervous because the Celtics, yes, they play the Warriors while they play them well in Golden State, but they haven't been great on, at home this postseason. I think they're all, like almost like a 500 record at, at home. They have a better record on the road. But then again, they haven't lost back-to-back games this postseason. They always seem to come out strong after a loss. Um, so it's going to be exciting. It's going to be great. Hopefully Mike Breen's back for game three so we can get a couple yes, bang sir. calls. I think he's going to come back, but I'm not certain. Um, I will be interested. Let me look this up while you guys are talking, who the reps will be, because I guess that's important. Oh, well, I guess it's 1-1, so uh, it'll, it doesn't really matter. But I'm going to look that up anyways. But I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm ready. These two, this two nights off is, is good and bad. It's good because you get Monday as like a cool down. And then Tuesday is like a prep, and then the Wednesday is the game. But then game four is Friday, so you only get one day off. And I kind of like that because I want to see more basketball. So I'm excited. Yeah, that schedule is kind of like, depending what happens tomorrow night, uh, you're going to have two different fan bases, just one of them super amped up, another one dreading. Because it's like, honestly, if I, was a, if I was a fan of a team in the finals and we're up 2-1, I'm like, man, y'all can lose the next game. Of course, I want them to win it, but I don't mind if y'all lose the next game. You know what I mean? That's yeah. fine. Going up to, to anything is super important. Right. Not too important because you want to go up for something because you win. But going up two is still important. It's, it's like a, you're, you're going to feel like you're playing catch up after because it's a numbers game. Can you really beat this team? Uh, can the other team really beat you three more times in five games? Mm. Right. Yeah, so they don't they don't uh, release the referees until nine a.m. of game day. So I do not know who the referees will be for uh, for game three. But any, let's see. So we any hot, have been, any hot takes, bold predictions, hot, hot take alert. <laughs> uh, Payne Pritchard f- fifty point game. Payne Pritchard <laughs> ninety one points in the Drew League. Um, <laughs> potentially. We'll see one of these two games be a blowout. But I, I, you know what? This is my team, so I don't want to see this happen. But oh, I would love it if it was if it was our team. But when's the last time we saw an NBA playoff game? Well, I guess the Celtics Heat, but go down to like the last possession where one team has it down one possession or tied with a chance to win at the buzzer. When's the last time that happened? Because I guess technically not true for because Jimmy Butler pulled the trigger too early. Has there, there been a, any? There was a Danny Green shot in the bubble. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? Um, like when? When's the last time we saw in the finals? No, just in general in this year's playoffs. A close like, game because if yeah, like, there haven't been too many. That went down to like the final possession where I mean, it was either we down had a bunch of them in the first left. round, and then we used the ball up in the first round. Yeah, <laughs> we did. <laughs> we did, but for me. I think about that uh, Kyle Lowry shot against the Warriors. It's a while back, but if he hit that shot, sure, the outcome of the series would be the same, but that's like, a, imagine losing the finals on a game-winning shot when you're dead, when you're like, it's not even like game seven. I'd cry, Is bro. game five? I not think it was game five. Yeah. Yeah, Golden State stole Iguodala hit a three. Yeah, I remember. Iguodala! I think... This isn't even a hot take, but I think at least one of these games. Andrew, I, I'll say I'll say off. it's not three or four, even though three or four might be close. But there'll be one 
game will be game five, game six, or game seven. It'll go down to the wire, mm. and it'll, it'll be like what you're saying. But I think I think that's just what happens in the NBA now. It's kind of hard to have close games throughout the entire game. Like a lot has to go both teams' way for that to happen that's in terms true. of shooting. That's true. Like that's very in the, true. In the earlier portion of the game, you'll get a lot of like elite shot making back and forth. But for whatever reason, sometimes momentum just swings indefinitely. It's true. And the crowd definitely plays a factor in home games. The garden's going to be going crazy, so that'll be fun to watch. Um, Yeah. Yeah, but hot take. I mean, Sean Watts is probably never going to play football again. (laughs) Oh, man. Just out of of left field. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, give him him the W alert. I don't know if we have one. Give him the W alert. Oh, my God. Give him the spin W alert. in the chat. <laughs> yeah, that one's an uh, interesting one, to say the least. But. That's a great way to end. <laughs> yeah, how are we gonna end up? <laughs> so negative. <laughs> we, were, we were all happy talking about basketball. All right. I, don't have, I don't have any basketball hot takes. All right. I, just, I, I guess just, that's I mean, it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. We're done. <laughs> Nothing else. No. I, I just I think nothing can top that. All right, all right. Yeah, no, I think that was that was perfect. Okay, well, game three is oh, I guess I could say tonight. I guess we're recording this 10 p.m. on Tuesday, um, nine o'clock, ABC. Tune in uh, after you listen to our our podcast, see if our predictions are right, um, and then we'll get you another one probably at the end of game five. Um, potentially after game four, depending on how the series is going. But otherwise, uh, thank you so much for listening. Have a good day, everybody. Peace. Peace.